0: This is WeOn, and you're listening to Gravital's podcast, making sense of the news. Those pictures were from the 1970s. What you saw were six different protests in six different countries. Why were these people protesting? Because the cost of living had skyrocketed. Inflation was surging. Prices of essentials from bread to oil had shot up. There was a severe shortage of energy. Millions of people had lost their jobs. So they took to the streets to demand relief. Economists call that period the Great Inflation. It lasted almost two decades from 1965 to 1982. Why are we talking about it in 2022? Because history may be repeating itself. Look at our world today. High inflation, energy shortages, job losses and the ubiquitous struggle to make ends meet. Our world today is suffering economic distress. And once again, people have taken to the streets. The situation today is eerily similar to the 1970s. Inflation is hurting everyone. We've been talking about it on this show for weeks now. Earlier, the panic was limited to the stock markets. Now it has spread beyond. The question is, is a recession imminent? How bad will it be? How long will it last? On Gravitas tonight, we'll discuss as we bring you an assessment of the global economy. And the biggest concern right now is the cost of living. It is going up everywhere. So reserve banks around the world are trying to contain inflation. How do they do that? By hiking interest rates. This has been done in at least 45 countries so far. Meaning central banks in at least 45 countries have hiked interest rates. How does it help? Simple economics. Higher interest means more expensive loans. The idea is to discourage banks from lending to businesses. Now when lending is contained, less money flows into the system. So businesses cut back on their operations people have lesser money to spare they buy fewer things so consumer demand cools down and inflation is contained basically the idea is to restrict the flow of money into the system to bring down inflation at least that's what central banks are hoping for but a rate hike is not a complete solution for some countries take the United Kingdom for example last month inflation in the UK hit a 40-year hike, high high 4-0. 40. It touched 9% and it may not be the worst yet. The Bank of England fears inflation will rise further, up to 12% by autumn. Earlier this month, they announced a rate hike. But labour unions are not impressed. They say tackling inflation is not enough. They want a pay hike. So this weekend, they went on a strike. They've also shared some data. Since 2008, British workers have lost almost $25,000. Why? Because salary hikes could not match inflation. Rising fuel costs have hit their monthly budgets, they say. Frankly, it's nonsense to suggest that uh, wages are driving inflation when everybody knows that this is about global energy prices. And on the contrary, uh, the government should be getting its act together and providing real help for working people. To be working 50, 60 hours so you're able to meet your bills and pay your rent, this is not acceptable in today, the 21st century moral of the story rate hikes may not be enough governments may need to give more relief extend more support measures and interest rate hikes alone will not solve the problem in fact they could backfire a new report cites inputs from 53 economists they say a recession is coming and that the next 12 months are going to be tough there is a 44 chance of a recession this year they say on the basis of what the war in ukraine that's the number one problem There's a shortage of grains, wheat, barley and corn. Plus, there are supply chain disruptions because of sanctions against Russia. And shortages lead to higher prices and higher inflation. Look at Argentina. It has been struggling with high inflation for years. The war in Ukraine has only made it worse. Cost of living in Argentina has gone up by more than 70%. And if this continues, inflation will touch 60% by the end of this year. 43% of their population has already been labelled poor. More than two million citizens rely on food aid. They go to food banks to feed themselves. But now even food banks are out of food. So people are on the streets protesting. There are many people, many little children in the neighbourhood who come to the soup kitchens for aid food, isn't it? There's a lot of hunger and a lot of poverty in the neighbourhoods. The government has to come to the neighbourhoods. Rising inflation, shortage of food, labour strikes, social unrest. This is the perfect storm. And the storm is hitting every continent. In some places, the protests have become violent. Let me show you. These pictures are from Brussels. 70,000 workers took to the streets today. There were strikes at the Brussels airport. Local transport networks came to a halt. What do the workers there want? Higher wages. This is Ecuador. A few days back, protesters clashed with the police here. What do they want? To be able to afford essential supplies. Next is Pakistan. There were nationwide protests yesterday. Imran Khan's party, the PTI, gave that call. Inflation in Pakistan has crossed 13%. The country is close to bankruptcy. To stay afloat, Pakistan needs a bailout from the International Monetary Fund. So far, it has failed to secure a deal. Then we have Indonesia. President Joko Widodo has issued a dire warning. He has described the current situation as dangerous. The Indonesian president says developing economies are at risk and it's all because of the war in Ukraine. What about India? How is India faring? It's in the same boat as the rest of the world. The Indian economy is showing signs of strain. Inflation has crossed 7%. Reports say it could breach 8% in the coming months. Wholesale inflation has hit a new record, 15.88%. Fuel and power inflation has crossed 40%, 4-0. The rupee is at its weakest against the dollar. The Indian rupee is at an all-time low. You need almost 78 Indian rupees to get one US dollar. The cost of living has spiked. The only saving grace is that there are no protests yet. Or should I say... No protests against inflation yet.